are Vaccine Information Coalition. You're listening to Progressive Radio Network, the most listened to commercial free and truth radio program in the world. My name is Renee and the title of our show is What in the Cell is Going On? We're on every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, which can be accessed live on prn.live, or you can also call in 641-793-7091. We have today, once again, our, my one of my favorites, Dr. True. Are you there, sir? I am here. Can you hear me okay? You're you're coming in okay? You're, yourself a little, little bit soft there, Renee, but it's I can hear you okay. Okay, I'm going to get closer here. <laughs> there you go. That's better. Yeah. We can hear you fine, sir. So how's everything going? I know you're keeping updated on things happening. I'm kind of traveling, so I'm a little behind on some stuff, and that's why I love having you to share with the, our audience uh, just news, the news beyond the news. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's just go back to some basics. Uh, you know, you've, you've uh, had some success recently with our Photon Soundbeam. We call it PSB for short, Photon mm-hmm. Soundbeam. I want to just kind of show the listeners the story behind the story, the history of that, uh, if, if that's okay with you, Renee. I think that's wonderful, and that's actually, that's totally the Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit, because I totally wanted to go in that direction anyway. I'm just hearing, I just talked to her recently, uh, Phoebe, and she's just getting tremendous results as well as many others, so please share with the audience uh, what you've uh, had the intelligence or the wisdom to create. Well, let me just tell you, sometimes, you know, all, all I do, I, I got to be honest and, uh, and upfront. I wish I could take credit for the photon sound beam. I cannot because all I did was, was expand upon the genius of a fellow named Nikola Tesla and the turn of the century developed what's called the violet ray machine. And I cannot just on the back of following up on research with Dr. Linus Pauling, my whole mineral company. And the production of photon sound beam, uh, we owe those two gentlemen, Nikola Tesla and Dr. Linus Pauling, for for the combination. Let me just tell you how the whole thing started. I, I, if you don't mind, it's a quite an Please. interesting story. Please. I think it's interesting. I was just telling the guy today, he says, "You need to tell everybody you can about the history of this because sometimes we forget about it, right?" Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, I was traveling, and and my travels through through Montana I stopped at this antique store along the way kind of breaking up the trip walked in and i was there was this dusty old antique machine and it was unique because it was a it was a tesla tesla machine and i looked inside of it and his it's a there's a book a manual that's with it on how the violet ray machine or what i call the vrm violet ray machine would work on on healing a whole bunch of of health issues. Well, it, it struck my attention being in the, the alternative health industry because this was actually put uh, in the side of, side of the, the sign on it was early medical quackery was what they were putting this in, you know, uh, the division of their antique store. Uh, early medical quackery. Well, that brought my attention. Oh, this is interesting. This is an early machine. Well, Nikola Tesla's quack. Well, we have alternating current AC, not because of Edison, but because of the work of Nikola Tesla. We have cities lit up because of Tesla's quackery. Okay, so wait a minute. What struck me as I saw this machine, uh, the, it's old tube technology, electronic technology, 
circa 1905-1910 era, okay? What struck me was this was was the manual that came with it on how to use the machine and how to apply it. It was written to medical doctors of that wow. era. Now keep keep in mind that was before our wonderful FDA, Food and Drug Administration, well before the American Medical Association, all that. So this was this was the country doctors, you know, that just just did their job to help people, really. Okay. So I'm looking at this and I just laugh because man, you, you put something like this out today, you will get arrested and probably sent to jail for making quacky claims on on how to, to heal broken bones, how to heal uh, all kinds of issues, whether you know it's even emotional issues like depression. I mean, this is in the manual from A to Z. It's like one size fits all. This thing will help everything. Well, quackery, you know, violet rain machine. Uh, I went to the I went to the the owner of the store and long story short, made a deal with them. Bought the machine. Mm. I couldn't wait to plug it in because you know what? It crackled and still still of ozone as the tubes fired up. It worked. It still fired up and lit the violet ray machine tubes. The violet wow. the, the the tubes were were filled with argon uh, mm-hmm. gas, uh, and that was part of the process that Tesla decided. It's called. It's what I call the violet ray. The violet ray was these these tubes that were energized these sealed tubes that people held on to, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's where I said, well, that's really interesting. Let me see uh, the history. So I got back to my office a, a few weeks later, and I started to research the Violet Ray Machine with Nikola Tesla, and I found some incredible information that, my goodness, this was a go-to device. It was like, the, the top of the line for every modern, so-called modern doctor's office and hospital. The, 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 the demand was so high in around the 1910 to 1920 era that they could not manufacture it fast enough. Mm. And, I, and I uncovered something really amazing, that the, the contract was made with Tesla's company, this corporation that had the patents on this, to mass produce it in a factory uh, setting at Dearborn, Michigan, under the the contract with Henry Ford. You know, it was churning out Model Ts and that on assembly lines, right? Mm-hmm. It needed to have that type of assembly line to fill the demand. Well, how can this be such a demand if it was just a piece of quackery? Was it really working for people? Exactly. Those are the questions I had. Oh, it was definitely working for people. The next question became, what happened to it? Why is it relegated to a dustbin, so to speak, there in an antique shop? And as I was able to dig into it, I was shocked with what I was finding, why and the circumstances into why it was not successfully marketed. We're talking about this was shut down shortly after that. I mean, the Father Ray Machine technology, the factory assembly line was um, 
had an accident, a fire, had a, it was like bombed. Uh, the people involved were all kind of accident, had accidents. They, they weren't able to survive it. Okay. I'm, I'm, this is like, I'm reading a real life conspiracy theory story, right? Right. And we even see individuals being kidnapped over this and held for ransom. And the people implicated in this, I, I, the last name of the fellow that was, that was arrested and charged with instigating this through what's called the Detroit Purple Gang, okay, Detroit, Michigan's Purple Gang. Just, just research that. Uh, they call them the Purple Gang because they were as rotten as rotten meat. Okay? Mm. The head of it's a guy, last name of Horowitz, head of the Purple Gang, okay? And we see that they're tied into the New York mob, the, the, the mafia, basically, the kosher nidra. And this, is the, this, this, this targeted the, this violent ray machine, and it kind of uh, went during the Great Depression years, you know, when stock market crashed in the 1929, the Depression years. It just kind of relegated to, to not being focused anymore because, again, we were in an economically problematic times. But it didn't stop the technology from being possibly valid, you see. Mm -hmm. Well, I began to say, well, uh, how can we start? If this is proven viable, why can't we make it again? See, we the people, right? Mm -hmm. So long story short, I, I got some friends together, and we uh, had an electrical engineer by the name of Edward Skilling. Ed Skilling's a genius uh, electrical engineer. To take the, the patent, Pat, Tesla had this under patent, the violet ray machine. Mm. So taking the circuitry of, of his original patents into the tube technology, he was able to, to recreate a solid-state circuit, and uh, through the, what's called the Gerber file process, we had now it all into our intellectual property under solid-state circuitry. Don't have to go through the tube technology again. That's the story. So we began to energize the Tesla coils and the, the uh, solid-state circuitry, the photon sound beam. And we named it the PSB, but it's a still thing. It's pulsing out a frequency sound of 432 hertz frequency and energizing this argon gas uh, in these tubes that you hold on to that causes uh, the cells of the body to become energized. That's the basic premise of Tesla's patents. Now, keep in mind, Tesla had many, has many, many patents, had many, many patents, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't get a patent internationally unless you can show pretty doggone solid proof it's not quackery. You follow me? Mm-hmm. All right. So that's where the photon sound beam technology was born. So when you, the, the key thing is, is uh, researching what uh, was in, in Tesla's patents in the 1910s, we see the, the crossing over with Dr. Pauling and the use of the periodic table minerals. You got, he was writing there's 21 mineral frequencies that help to balance the, the body's cells and tissues and thus organs, right? 
But the key part of that is oxygen. Oxygen is a, is a gas on the period, periodic table. That's eight electrons, right? It's chemical weight of eight as a, as a gas, oxygen. So when you combine the oxygen you breathe in, it's actually what's called double oxygen or O2. It's 16 uh, electrons in the O2 oxygen chain, right? It's pretty simple, basic chemistry, organic chemistry. But what was incredible is Tesla found when you take that oxygen and, and through electro- electrolysis, it forms triplet or quadruplet oxygen, O3, O4, even up to O5, and that's better known as ozone, okay? Mm-hmm. Tesla, and his, and his genius, his machines crackle all the time and they produce ozone uh, whiffs all the all the white electricity, you know ozone's best smelled after a lightning storm. Okay, my goodness, you ever been in a in a heavy electrical storm? Uh, even even witnessing an electric uh, strike, you can smell that that smell is ozone. <clears throat> and here's the key: we find that <clears throat> it's that ozone, that electrical storm that combines with the rainwater to create an, an incredibly powerful healing element called electrified water. All right? That's, uh, that's part of what lightning storms produce. And, boy, water that's been hit with electrons, with a storm, uh, clouds grow much faster with, uh, there's a lot to it, okay? Mm. But that's the story behind the photon soundbeam's birth. Mm. So... Here we are with the circuitry in the, in the first uh, uh, rudimentary cabinet of the photon sound beam. The next question became, is this quackery or is it real? You know, is it, is it viable? And the only way to find that out is to do what, Renee? You have to objectively test it, right? Mm-hmm. Without any preconceived notions, that's a scientific model you set up a scientific uh, double check, and you use it along with the minerals. You follow the premise of, of Tesla's patents combined with Dr. Linus Pauling's work. Either it works or it doesn't. If it doesn't, okay, we just wasted some time, and we, we, we won't put our stamp on it, see? Well, that's what I began to do with the blessing of the World Naturopathic Health Organization out of Washington, D.C. Let me tell you what happened. I set up the, this is my, I finished up my Ph.D. work through the World Naturopathic Health Organization out of Dresden, Germany, where it brokered the nutritional Ph.D. So to finish up my doctoral work, this was my research project, Okay. The premise being is the photon sound beam that oxygenates through ozone and creates electric, electrically charged particles in the blood. The blood is mostly water now, keep in mind. Mm-hmm. What happens when you do that combined with mineralization? Will it produce an excessively powerful healing mm-hmm. a phenomenon? Or, or, or does it? It either does or it doesn't. So how do you quantify it? That's the next question. Well, I was trained uh, and took courses certified as a dark-filled microscopist. What that means, you just take one drop of blood. You don't need, don't need to have a whole vial full. 
but just one drop of blood on a microscope slide, you can tell a whole lot about what's going on in the body or not going on in the body, okay? Just in one drop of human blood. It's amazing. The story it tells with a trained dark field microscopy structure, okay? Mm-hmm. That was the primary way of checking. Second thing, oxygen being life, right? You quit breathing, call the undertaker. You're dead. Mm-hmm. No breath, no life. And so back then, this is in the 90s, early 90s, very few people knew about what's called a pulse oximeter, a, a device that it could put slip on a finger and the finger would tell you what the check the oxygen in the blood in your finger, okay? Now, in today's world, pulse oximeters are used all the time. But back then, hardly anybody knew about it, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, well, we'll check uh, pulse oximeter readings because, according to Dr. Pauling, chronic disease states of any sort, when they reach the point of critical mass where people start expiring and dying, it's tied into the drop in the blood oxygen level. If it goes down in the 70 percentile, you're knocking on the death door, okay? Because mm-hmm. your brain will shut down. You can't function without oxygen to the brain and the heart and the lungs, right? Can't yeah. do it. All right, so checking the pulse oximeter, second part of it. Third part was I had Dr. Konstantin Karatkov's uh, incredible machine, the 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 curling photography machine um, that would check the energy fields of the entire body and whether there were blockages, it showed up. It was a it was a naturopathic check check tool. So those are the three things we used. Okay, if if we took base readings to begin with, then after a, a half hour, then after an hour on the photon sound beam and minerals, we took other readings. Do we did the curling photography readings check the their, their increase or lack thereof in their in their vital energy field, right? Uh, mm-hmm. The pulse oximeter readings uh, and the dark field microscopy, very objectively done. Okay, but we need we need people to test with. We have to have chronically ill people, right? So mm-hmm. that's where I began. I, I put out radio show, um, did radio shows talking about the science behind. We're trying to prove and asking for people to be a part of this. Uh, I wouldn't be able to pay him because I had no funding, right? Mm-hmm. I had no bank account to pay him, but I would not let them, I would not charge them either for trying something experimental. So uh, after about, it was, a, it was a total of about 18 months total. We had about 160 people that came forward and wow. signed off with, we had their, their attending physicians signed off that they were fully aware of this this research. We're experimenting and researching uh, only to find out what was going on. It didn't matter what disease state because the whole premise is Dr. Pauling said you can trace every disease state, everything, ultimately to a frequency, to it, uh, whether it's minerals or a lack of energy at some point. It's just one root cause of all disease. That's the basic premise of naturopathy, period, right? Mm-hmm. There's no diagnosis of 100, 300 or so different disease states where you prescribe toxic poisons for. That's the main difference between 
allopathic versus naturopathic. Mm-hmm. All right. So we began, uh, we had the base of people. We had, yes, people came in that were terminal cancer patients that had basically been told to go home and write your obituary. You've got weeks, if not just days to live. So what's there? Okay, we'll, we'll try and see what, there's anything going on here. What's, we're going to die in 30 days anyway. So, okay. Uh, we had diabetic, we had heart patients, we had all kinds of things. All signed waivers that this was, I was not acting as a medical doctor. I'm for research purposes only. All that they're out is the time spent on the machinery to test. And we laid it all out for them. That was my work. I funded it myself. Nobody was paying me to do this. It was all self-funded. This was in the 90s, Renee, okay? Mm-hmm. So what we found was stunning. The response in different um, conditions was universal. Uh, using the minerals, the photon sound beam, and the correct hydration principle. I'm going to say that's an important part of it, too, the right water to hydrate. And getting people to mix them, you know, basically drink the right, right water, eat the right natural foods, no processed foods. We had them all doing this as part of the research project. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, we started seeing almost miraculous results. Terminal cancer patients started living again. And mm-hmm. they're past their, their dead dates, and we have a party with them, three of them. They're supposed mm-hmm. to be dead on that date. They're living, and, and, they're, and they're, all the results are looking great. We're, we're excited for them, right? Mm-hmm. So we were, I was just ecstatic because I'm proving the scientific model. We're told all the time, right? Trust the science. We see that the Pfizer Super Bowl commercial yesterday. Well, we're the science. Trust the science. Well, that's what I'm doing. This is science because of the scientific model. Experimentation based on three provable modalities. And then the results speak for themselves, right? Oh, my goodness. This is the history of the photon sound beam. And that this was the key part of it because... Every time we did something with this, the, the big factor was always the use of the photon sound beam. If we just applied minerals by themselves or the right water therapies, et cetera, et cetera, marginal. So we had double blind on that as well. Those that there was, there was small improvements, but nothing like magnified with the photon sound beam. Mm-hmm. And it proved... That's the exciting part of it. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, call me naive, uh, put a big N on my forehead. I'm mm-hmm. thinking that, you know, this would be viable for, for practitioners to use. And I would, and I would think the American Medical Association, the FDA, and whatever would be able to see this research and, I was I was busy writing a, a, a conclusion paper on this, right? Uh, but oh no, I was raided. 
I was charged with practicing medicine without a license. Mm. I was stunned. I said, I'm not practicing medicine. I'm trying to perfect nutrition, oxygenation, and mineralization. I had to go through a nightmare of having the federal agencies come in and basically confiscate my work, my computers, my machines, my microscopes, and make me out to be an enemy of the state. I, I was stunned by it. I, <clears throat> I honestly didn't believe at the time that, that, that our government agencies like this were, were I thought they were there to, to really help and control the quacks out there. Because who wants to have quacks tell you to go and drill a hole in your skull for trepanation type of thing? Shut that yeah. nonsense down, right. in my opinion, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. When did, right? they, when did they come into your office? What year was that? It was right around 2000, 2001. Oh, wow. This, the okay. research project was ongoing from 1996 for four years, actually. It was, it was taking, it took us 18 months to even assemble the 160 people. Then we have to have time frame of six months to, to two years, right, to verify that it's not just bogus readings and, and verifying that it's really workable. This is what we're finding. It's, it is actually helping the body repair itself. Absolutely. Because it. listen, Drugs, no matter what they are, are just chemicals. Mm-hmm. It's the body's innate, miraculous ability to heal itself. If you don't have the ability for a, a bone, broken bone to knit itself or a cut to repair itself, there's nothing that we can do anyway. If the body can't fix itself like that, then we're all done anyway. We just have to live in a bubble and never go outside, right? Mm-hmm. So we're just saying that are there therapies that can help the body's innate ability to heal itself? And that's what, what the whole premise. Yeah, there is. Okay. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Go ahead. Now I just wanted to share them the two tests, just two off the top of my head of what using the photon sound beam has done with people that I've sent it to. Um, Araceli was the first one that, uh, had chopped her finger off accidentally by closing a window. Her middle right finger from the cuticle down uh, got stuck in the window and it completely severed through the bone. And she's been a patient of ours forever. And I overnighted her, the one that you donated to me, I overnighted it to her. And she used it consistent as much as she could, should I say, for seven months. And it completely regrew her finger. When, of course, the doctors told her that that wasn't possible. It was going to turn black and fall off. Um, and I had even advised her when she called me crying like a baby. Uh, I even advised her, uh, you have to go, you know, cayenne pepper's not going to help you. You have to go to the, the emergency room, but do not take the tetanus shot because the DPT vaccine, diphtheria pertussis tetanus, it's poison. Tell them, no, thank you. I have all the vaccines I need. And then when they try to tell you that it's not no use to sew it back on, uh, you use your Puerto Rican, you know, correctional officer mentality and you, New York City, she was a correctional officer. I said, you you use that mentality to make them sew it back on. So she did. And sure enough, the picture's on our treatment link, her before and after picture. 
And that's just the, one of the first things I saw with the photon sound beam. And then the second thing, the second one just recently was Phoebe, who I was staying with in her home, doing our 21-day cleanse with as well. And uh, when I went there, she had uh, at least a quarter, maybe between a quarter and a half of her left breast was a solid mass. It was definitely a huge, hard mass when I felt it in her left breast. And um, and by the time I left, 21 days later, after actually 25, uh, we, we actually did the 65-hour protocol, too, with the hothouses. But anyway, we did a combination of different things. But by the time I left there, um, the, the tumor had gone all the way down to the bottom of her left breast and you could feel it dissipating into her muscle. I mean, it's almost, and I talked to her today, it's even going down less, she's saying, and she's continuously using the photon sound beam. So I am just so excited. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm promoting it with everybody right now because as, as well as if you think about what you and I have been teaching since this whole COVID hoax started, you know, this is just radiation poisoning, poisoning from the towers and the satellites they put up and all the people taking the jab as the antennas. And what that COVID supposedly is, the symptoms, lack of oxygen in the cells, lack of taste, lack of smell, that's all radiation poisoning. The photon sound beam, as he said, puts ozone into your cells. So I tell everybody today that the biggest combat against the agenda of the COVID hoax is the photon sound beam. Well, be careful yeah. saying that because that could get us into all kinds of trouble. Let me just tell you why. There's mm -hmm. specific uh, rules of engagement that the FDA puts out. You can't make any medicinal claims, period, with anything. It's got to be experimental. Mm -hmm. So you can, you can say that's your belief. You can believe it happens, but if you make that declaration, you can be um, in trouble no matter what. Because this is what, you know, I'm just learning this from experience. You just say, your body is the healer. All that the photon sound beam does is provides oxygen, which is life, to the mm -hmm. cells. And that's all we can say. Because if you say that it, it, it cleanses COVID, or uh, they'll come, it's just something that they won't put up with. So just be careful with that, okay? I will say this. I will tell you, we, we can tell stories like Phoebe, okay? And, and let mm -hmm. people, uh, is it just placebo? Is it somebody's faith and healing? All this is possible. Yeah. So you, that's, again, we say that all we can do is, is my research has shown checking oxygenation levels through the pulse oximeter, number one. That's, that's not any faith healing. That's scientifically quantifiable. Second thing, look at, it, look at the dark field microscopy before and after uh, combined with the oxygenation. And third thing, again, looking at the energy fields of the, of the curly and energy photography. We did all that. Let me tell you some of my most moments. I was telling a gentleman today who uh, his photon had a problem. The new ones that we put out, we had a problem with our power supply. He had the same situation. He had a gentleman who's uh, uh, rather obese uh, with some diabetic uh, neuropathy issues where he's, he may lose his feet without the circulation going back. And he's been out without his photon for about a month and is getting almost to the point where he has to get, look at, look at the amputation. So he, he knows it's working, but now we got to get him back and get the machine back working now. We'll do that. But let me just tell you some of the most notable cases. Uh, this is anecdotal. This is my story. I'm telling you, I witnessed it. 
it happened. I'll tell you the weird thing that's happened. Is that okay if we do that? Is that okay, Renee, if we, if we do that? Yep. Just tell, tell the story. I'll try to make it brief. But mm-hmm. back at the, when I was in the, in the height of my research going on and finding all of these incredible uh, successes coming out, you know, and I really didn't have one really thing that didn't work on a wide range of, of, of really problematic symptoms, okay? One guy had, had massive uh, ward infestation over his fingers, his digits. No matter what they tried, because the warts are viral, right? Uh, he, he had cauliflower fingers. Uh, with the photon and the minerals, that cured, I mean, it reversed completely. The normal with before and after fi- pictures in two months, completely. This is just an example after example like that. Okay, they had tried everything possible with conventional medicine, but we were successful. One of the big things was this: this fellow came to me, who uh, keep in mind we're doing this research project out of a chiropractic office. I was doing the uh, meetings with the people. If they needed a chiropractic adjustment, of course, the chiropractor did that. I didn't do anything that I was not illegal to do in that office setting, okay? Uh, we had a licensed phlebotomist taking the drop of blood, analyzing it under the microscope, yada, 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 and, of course, applying uh, equipment like uh, pulse oximeter very, very much okay under the laws. Well, here we have... You know, uh, the chiropractor at the time, we're down in Cedar City, Utah, southern Utah. The local college, it's a college town, southern Utah University, Thunderbirds, right? I graduated from, I'm an alumni of SUU. Well, Dr. Workman, who was the chiropractor, had a contract that he would give free complimentary adjustments to all of the athletic team, the basketball girls and men's and football team, of course. So he was busy, you know, helping uh, anybody that needed adjustments free of charge. Well, the, the basketball, I, I played basketball at, at, at SUU. I wasn't uh, anything special. But I have, you know, the athletic department. We have a, you know, as alumnus, I, I like to see them be successful. Well, at that year, if you look back at the history SUU Thunderbird team was doing exceptionally well in their conference, the Mid-America Conference, as, as I recall. The, they had an all-American candidate point guard named Jeff Monica, who was just incredibly gifted. Um, NBA type of level gifted, right? Mm-hmm. And he was the, the smart plug of the team. Well, in the last final game of the season before going into the conference tournament, he suffers a season, quote, season-ending uh, high ankle sprain. There was class, whatever. I mean, it was, it was definitely documented. Uh, the, the swelling, the discoloration, the blue bruising. It wasn't put in a cast. He was fucking put in a walking boot, and he has on crutches. Mm. He was six weeks to two, to two months out of commission. Okay? Well, without the point guard star, the team struggled. Uh, and it would, they were not going to do well into the, the conference tournament. And, of course, that came with an automatic bid to the, the big dance, the NCAAs, right? Mm-hmm. So when the word came that, that uh, Mr. Monaco was out for six weeks, 
my chiropractor friend uh, says, well, let's put the phone count on him. And I said, well, it's experimental, right? It's not FDA approved, right? Well, let's just see what it does. So he calls, and, and uh, long story short, Jeff Monaco comes in. We set him up. Uh, take, he goes outside the boot. We elevate the the injured uh, uh, ankle, and it is nasty. It's swollen. It's discolored, purplish. It just really looks bad. He can't put any weight on it. We put the photon sound beam probes on it, uh, wrap it lightly around with an ace bandage so it's secured, and, and he relaxes and watches our TV uh, while we while we talk shop for an hour long treatment, he gets up, takes the wrap off, and the swelling is at least half what it was before. The swelling was massive. They improved. The discoloration was much better. He asked. He said, "Well, I it's probably imagination, but I think I can play on this thing now as long as it wow. tapes really well." <laughs> I said, "Well, here's the deal." We have X-ray machines. Uh, take it home tonight. You just said this is an hour. Wrap it up. Sleep on it. Sleep with it on. It won't hurt you to go all night with the treatment. Call me if you have any questions or tell me the report of it. It's an ongoing research project, right? So long story short, he wakes up the next morning, calls me up. So this is amazing. Wow, I'm not even going to wear my boot. I'm just putting my, my, my regular socks on and my shoe. I'm good to go. I'm going to, go, I'm going to play today in practice. Well, he goes to the team trainer, right? The team trainer calls me and says, what in the world did you do? Mm-hmm. I explained to him the photon technology. I says, healing the body needs electrons to heal. Mm-hmm. When you hit this electron, electric medicine on this injured limb, it gives the body the, the turbo boost for healing. Mm-hmm. So instead of weeks, we're talking days, if not hours. And the trainer was like, I am just stunned. Because I'm going to, you know, I saw that. I looked at this one and I, I taped up his ankle. And I'm clearing him to, to go limited practice today. Well, he kept the photon and kept working that by in two days, full range of motion on his ankle. <laughs> now, in the NCAA world, you have sports information directors that, that by NCAA rules, you have to put injury reports out and updates, right? They're, they're getting ready now and practicing for the, the conference tournament. And here in the sports information directors, uh, Monaco out indefinitely uh, from the high ankle spring. He's out for six weeks. Done, right? Now he's updating the sports information director with, with uh, new experiment, experimental treatment. He's back on limited basis, and he's cleared to play. Now, that's quite a statement from a sports information director, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what happened was he starred in the conference tournament. It was named conference tournament MVP. 
The SUU Thunderbirds won the game, the mm-hmm. final championship game, and was cleared to play in the NCAA tournament. They 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 were the 15th seed, as I recall, when they drew second seed Pittsburgh of the Big East. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. They went. Uh, I, I watched the whole thing. I was cheering for my Thunderbirds, and my gosh, they almost pulled up the upset. They led for most of the the second half uh, until a late run by Pittsburgh filled like a two or three point win. Very narrow victory, mm. or they would have. It would have been a Cinderella story, and Monaco starred and shined in that whole thing. Wow. Okay. Wow, well, is indeed. I'm excited. But then guess what happens? Mm. Did you guess what happens next? What? After the conference, after the tournament wraps up, the NCAA, with all their infinite glory, begins to investigate the Monaco incident. How does this guy with a, with a big, you know, a very clear pictures before and after, you know, go from being six-week sidelined into starring and almost mm. pulling up a massive upset? So they're finding out what's the story, what's going on. Well, I'm thinking this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I can tell the story of the photon sound beam and get it out there. As for every 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 trainer to use for injury. Okay, how how, how naive am I? Mm-hmm. Okay, no. They asked me for all documentation, the, the college did, SUU, the university. Of course, right, I'll make a video of it. I'll show what we did, ex- explain exactly what I am. I'm not a medical doctor. I'm a researcher. Uh, this is an experimental device, and here's what happens. Here is what it happens in my research project, right? Right. I think this is a great opportunity to get this out to the world. Uh, thank you very much, quote, quack Dr. Ott. Mm-mm. The university was sanctioned by the NCAA for using, quote, an experimental, unlicensed by the FDA device. Oh, my goodness. Now, oh, wait a minute. Hold the phone here, NCAA. I wrote a paper, uh, started as a letter, but it went to a paper, and I titled it, Don't Take Away the Chance for the Dance. Okay? The the dance being the big dance. Mm. Jeff Monaco worked his tail off for four years, NCAA, for a chance to shine at the big dance. How, you know, the kid was heartbroken that he couldn't finish up his season. Mm-hmm. This crazy guy, Dr. Ott, has a device that let him go and dance and, and have a smile, a chance to dance. And you're saying that this is sanctionable? This is experimental? What is wrong with this picture, NCAA? Mm hmm. Instead of saying, wow, let's make this available to everybody across the board, no, they have, uh, they, they have to be FDA approved. And how do you get FDA approval on the device? Uh, 
talk about be an extra fifty million dollars to get it approved? Is that about what it takes? You see my problem? Oh, was I upset? Yeah, this is not right. Mm-mm. They they didn't uh, put any sanctions per se, other than a small fine on SUU. But no, no more of this experimental device, or you will be in deep trouble. Uh, mm. You can be suspended in after NCAA. And so, guess what? The, the university looks at me like being, you put us in trouble, Dr. Ott. Mm. Uh, you're doing all this, you can put us under sanctions. This is not approved by the FDA. So that's why I wrote the paper called Chance to Dance. Give these kids a chance to go to the dance. Mm-hmm. Nothing else should matter. Right. Is it safe? Yes. Is it effective? Yes. Isn't that what Pfizer tells us? Safe mm-hmm. and effective. Look, it's just oxygenating the injury. It's rapidly healing this energy. And you're saying this is wrong? What's the matter with you, NCAA? Are you, how much money are you getting from Big Pharma to write this off? I was ticked. I still am ticked about it. Yeah. Yeah, but interferes with the Incorporated oh, agenda. <laughs> part of the sanctioning letter was to keep it, to not talk about it. So I couldn't go on radio and tell the stories like a gag order. Hmm. What's wrong with this picture? We know it works. We have all this evidence, you see. Yeah. What about proteins? What about the National Football League? What about the American, the the uh, NFL, and the the uh, National Basketball Association, NBA? Don't think this should be part of every trainer's uh, bag of tricks. Mm-hmm. Let's get it. Let's get it sanctioned or get it certified as a device, electronic therapy device, powerfully so. But here's the problem, Renee. You just can't limit it to sports injuries. No, not at all. You put this, <laughs> you put this on a, a, a high ankle sprain. The guard, Jeff Monaco's whole system was better. He was healed of other things because his blood is better. Mm. You see the problem here? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you can. this could cost the big pharmaceutical industry billions of dollars in drugs sales, couldn't it? It'll never be approved, therefore, by FDA approvals. It's too powerful. Now, that's my story behind the story. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 65 years old now. I've kept this under my... I, I, it's just... That's just one of, of another story or two I could tell you that's just so wrong. How the system keeps things like this from coming out. Mm-hmm. And targets it to be shut down. It's not conspiracy theory, ladies and gentlemen. It's real life. I lived this. I saw it. I witnessed it. I've seen hundreds of healings, hundreds, if not many hundreds. Mm-hmm. I would not say thousands. I've seen hundreds of healings like your Phoebe, okay? Yeah. My I have file cabinet full of of anecdotal stories like this. But more importantly, I lived for a four year research project where I verified it. Not placebo. Not wishful thinking. Jeff Monaco, the starting point guard 
wanted to dance. He <laughs> wanted to go to the NCAA. That was his goal, four years of college. Yeah. Take that away from him? That's robbing him. NCAA is supposed to be supporting scholastics and, and honest competition. Well, no. It's all about money, isn't it? At That's the end right. of the day. I'm sorry. I'm, it just really ticked me off. No, you're absolutely right. It still does right. to this day. Yep, messes up with their money. You know, medical money go round. It's all about the root of all evil, the love of money. That's their god, unfortunately. And all we're doing is, like you said, putting oxygen in the cells and and kicking in that self healing doctor, that intelligence that we were created with, just like a broken arm or a cut in the finger. You know, a t- intelligence isn't even allowed in medical school audience. They don't allow the medical doctors who, who train, the drug companies train them, they don't even allow them to understand that the body has intelligence. And so they're working in total opposition with our creator. And, and that's who we work for. We work for, this whole station works for, you know, kicking in that self-healing doctor inside of you. So um, definitely, I really appreciate, Dr. True, you sharing the whole story behind it. I'm yeah, you know, I, 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 being an alumni myself, I got to tell you, I went into the administrative office, the, the sports information director and the whole president of the college and laid it out for them. And they, they weren't antagonistic to me, okay? They weren't. Mm-hmm. They were saying, wow, this is a great story, but how do we change the system? I said, we change the system by unifying together and making this available for, for people. There's how many other Jeff Monicles are there that are out because of an injury that could be mm-hmm. stopped? Yeah. This is beneficial for all. And what about the, how can it be harmful to put oxygen into the blood and show that it, how it works? This is, this is important information to get out for, for humanity. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. They were they were not antagonistic to me. They were like, "Wow, uh, that's very interesting." Let's put it out to some of our more advanced alumni. Let's see if we can get some funding to get it approved <laughs> by the FDA. Let's get the research. Let's do our homework. We can have this be part of of SUU's legacy, right? I said, mm-hmm. "Let's do it." And so we put out the feelers. We got things going, but then the rest of it kicked in. No, because it's not just for sports injuries. It's too powerful in all the healing world. Combined with minerals, you see, so they had to stop and discredit my research. The rest of the story is how they came against me and tried to arrest me for practicing medicine without a license and discredit all of my findings. That's the other part that they put out. And this is not the college. This is the Federal Food and Drug Administration goons. Mm-hmm. Okay? I lived that. I know it. It was, an, it was a nightmare six, six months. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy, what they did against me. Mm. And I'm just saying, wow. Um, it's called, you know, scriptural. It goes back to... You know, the scripture tells us what is the root of all evil. All evil? I connect mm-hmm. with this. It's not money. Money is not inherently evil. Mm-hmm. Money is what, it's just a measurement of goods and services and, and facilitating trade. That's not evil. But the love of money, the greed, 
Mm-hmm. The power of money is the root of all evil. And that's what it's all about. I saw, oh, the billions of dollars of a Pfizer uh, to pay Travis Kelsey $20 million for commercials to promote the jabs. Okay, man? I used to be a Travis Kelsey fan. Not anymore. Not hooked up with, with this nonsense. I saw, I, seen, I saw those Pfizer commercials mm-hmm. and then hooking up with with the singer icon, I won't name her name, but you know what I'm talking about? I, I mean, this no, is I dark. don't. I don't. This is darkness, man. They're paying Travis Kelsey more money than he's made in his, in his NFL career. Mm. $20 plus million dollars for those Pfizer commercials. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's, well, it's I'm, money, I'm, man, I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting uh, so many people where you know the 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 radiation the towers are uh, you know popping up cancer in everybody. I've got an esophagus cancer. I've got a bone cancer. I've got two breast cancers. I mean, p- tumors are just popping up, and every single one of them, I'm they're they're hearing about the photon sound beam. So I so appreciate you. Um, I so appreciate you explaining your history behind it all. I, you know, I, I appreciate you continuing on the legend, Nikola Tesla, who was brilliant, one of God's scientists, Yahuwah's scientist. Um, and uh, I'm going to keep promoting it. They don't, I don't have a license over my head. So I'm just the mommy and the wife of the late Gary Tunsky and a wellness minister for the creator of the universe. And I mean, he's with us. Who can be against us? So I am going to promote it. And uh, and I'm seeing tremendous results. So I so appreciate you. We have to close now. Any final statements, Dr. True? Well, yeah, just, just finalizing with oxygen. I mean, the breath of life is what was breathed into us in Genesis chapter 1, right? That's, that's all I right. Mean, we have the breath of oxygen O2. That's from the creator of the universe. That's right. That's right. And that's what this photon magnifies. I, like, I can just say that without making any claims. Oxygenation uh, is so powerful. That's that's my final closing statement. Okay. That's beautiful, 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 and that's who we represent. So, hallelujah, giving you the breath of breath of life, and we do. Um, we are a, a distributor for Doctor True, so just give me a call at the number I'm getting ready to give you if you guys are interested in uh, purchasing the Photon Sound Beam. It retails for twenty four ninety five, two thousand four hundred and ninety five dollars plus shipping, but it'll be the best investment of your life, literally. You're listening to Vaccine Information Coalitions. Our shows could be accessed later on whatinthecell.podbean.com or on the front page of our vacinfo.org website right underneath the little boy flexing his muscles. We're on every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, our contact number is 954-347-9671. We thank Progressive Radio Network for allowing us to give you this uncompromised truth, and Yah bless.